Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer, a podcast series where our experts discuss the latest market developments and put the headlines in perspective to set you up for the coming day. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. My name is Lucia Chachulovic. I'm an investment writer at Julius Baer in Zurich, and I'm happy to be joined today by Mike Rauber from Investment Writing with the Markets Wrap-Up and Menzo Pocinzi, Head of Technical Analysis, with his view on the markets. So let's get started. Mike, could you please give us an overview of what has happened in the markets? Yes. Hello, Lucia. First of Friday, another tricky day for investors. The S&P 500 was down at 0.9%, just to end up 1% with all sectors rising. It was the first up day for the week and came in muted trading before the long July 4th weekend, with the US being closed for trading today. Yet the real action was in the bond market, where growth concerns after some disappointing economic data releases are becoming larger. Two- and 10-year U.S. Treasury yields dropped by around 12 to 13 basis points to end the week at 2.83% and 2.88%, respectively, So, but clearly below 3%. Longer-dated bond yields in Europe, too, could not escape the bid in sovereigns, with 10-year yields across the continent plunging. In developments over the weekend, the Financial Times reports that the ECB is looking at ways to prevent banks reaping windfall profits. More than 2.2 trillion euros of subsidized loans were given to banks during the COVID crisis. And with rates set to hike, lenders could get extra profits worth up to 24 billion euros, it is expected. And German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said he's in talks on aid for Uniper, the country's top buyer of Russian gas. He signaled that a Lufthansa-type bailout as administered during COVID is on the table. Ukrainian troops have withdrawn from the eastern Ukrainian city of Lyshansk, the last urban holdout under Kiev's control in the embattled Luhansk region. In currency, Euro-Dollar is starting the week at 104.33 and $1 buys currently 135 spot 30 yen. After the dramatic weakening in the Japanese yen this year, net short non-commercial positions are now down to the lowest this year. Turning to gold, at $1,812 an ounce, it is at the lower end of its recent trading band. But Bitcoin has moved decisively below the $20,000 mark over the weekend. It is starting the week at just around $19,100. Coming to energy, oil recovered on Friday as outages in Libya, as well as expected shutdowns in Norway, weighed on supply. Brent oil is currently at $112 a barrel. In Asian markets, there is a mix of red and green. Japan is broadly higher, while Korea is moving lower. Chinese developer Shimao, the country's 14th largest by contract sales, missed payment on a $1 billion note yesterday, its first default on a public bond. Shanghai CISI 300 is slightly up, while the Hang Seng Index is a little lower. And as part of China's internationalization of its financial markets, China and Hong Kong are working to develop a trading arrangement to allow overseas investors to execute interest rate derivatives with onshore traders. In economic data releases this week, it's Swiss inflation data today, 
Central Bank Decision Day in Australia on Tuesday, where a half-pointer interest rate hike is expected. The latest Global Services Purchasing Managers Indices will be out Tuesday and Wednesday, with the first figures out of China. And for the U.S., look out for FOMC minutes on Wednesday, speeches by members of the U.S. Federal Reserve on Thursday, and the key employment report on Friday. And G20 foreign ministers will gather in Bali starting on Thursday, with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov expected to attend. And lastly, coming to markets, Europe is set to open the week on a higher note. This is all from me, and back to you, Lucia. Thank you very much, Mike. Now, Menzo, over to you. From a technical perspective, what is your take on what's currently going on in the markets? Uh, good morning uh, from a technical side. So uh, when we look at the financial markets uh, and especially the equities in the U.S., you are seeing that they have been uh, quite oversold. So they have been uh, more oversold than any time in the past 30 years. Only in 24 trading days, they have been more oversold. When we look back at history as a guide for possible future performance, we see that basically after such deep oversold levels, the market needs time to digest. So it has a tendency to go into a sideways movement, a volatile bottoming process. And on average, about 18 weeks later, it starts a recovery. So this is what we are currently expecting. So we think that the most likely equities are entering here a volatile bottoming process and are likely to uh, consolidate here around current levels. What is needed for an improvement is, of course, broad-based buying. We are not seeing this yet. Um, when we look here a bit further into the fixed income markets, we are seeing here that there is still a risk-off mood. So we are seeing here a uh, widening of uh, credit spreads. So uh, from the fixed income market, we are not seeing yet the stabilization in contrast to equities, where the VIX has stopped to increase. If we go over or stay with the fixed income market, we are seeing that uh, on the big picture, the U.S. Treasury yield has failed to hold gains above 325. Uh, so remember, this is peak of 2018. So probably we are entering here a medium-term consolidation. So we are taking up the rating uh, of U.S. Treasury bonds from bearish to neutral. We are expecting here a consolidation. The key level to watch here is at 275. So a decline below 275 would most likely confirm that we have seen the high for U.S. 10-year Treasury yield for this year and until the end of the year, they will uh, they will trend a bit lower. If you look at individual stocks, what are we seeing? Uh, we are seeing here still an improvement in the U.K., so especially on a relative basis. So UK equities continue to outperform. So we think or we suggest here to dig a bit deeper into UK stocks, so either by the overall market or by some individual stocks. That's all from our side. Back to you. Thank you, Menzo. And with that, we conclude today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. Thank you very much to our speakers and thank you all for tuning in. We do hope that you'll join us again soon. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, or our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. 
This is a podcast disclaimer. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. The podcast content is intended for information purposes only and does not constitute an offer, a recommendation, or an invitation by or on behalf of Julius Baer to buy or sell any securities, security-based derivatives, or other products, or to participate in any particular trading strategy in any jurisdiction. Julius Baer does not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of the podcast content. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.